Welcome. Welcome to the Connect Web Podcast with DJ Who. Follow the Wedding Vendor Network. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Yeah. It's DJ Who. I noticed the uh, my red light wasn't red. Episode, we gotta have some good episode, conversation episode beforehand. Five. We gotta yes. talk about and you know what? The photographers who listen aren't gonna hear me realize come to the come to the revelation that they carry two camera bodies for two different reasons. <laughs> they don't have to hear that Back, part. If they wh- hear on the camera they I'm going I'm going to I'm going to spill the beans. <laughs> camera photographer, videographer people. We carry two cameras. Check. Okay. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> All right, episode five. <laughs> We're in it here. We're in it. Um, yes. So tell the people. Should I tell them about myself? Okay. About yourself. I got it. I got it. I, I'm more prepared this time. Okay. Okay. So my name is Markella. I am a wedding photographer in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'm from Colorado. And yeah, I feel like that's what I said last time. Maybe. Something like that yes. <laughs> well, why did you come to Nashville? Oh, right. Okay. I came to Nashville. Actually, my boyfriend and I were long distance for about two years and he is from Tennessee and I am I was living in Colorado in like California and Seattle I was like living all over the place while we were doing long distance and finally I was like you know what I'm over the plane trips every month we're just gonna like pull a trigger we're gonna do it and so we actually moved to he lives he, he lived in a small town like two hours away okay so we moved to Nashville together because okay. we were like, we love the city, right? But you know, we wanted to be closer to one of our families, and sure, my family is sprawled out across the country anyway. So I was like, you know, what? I love Nashville. Let's do it. Right. Well, all my family's in like Alabama, so like really? South Alabama, like like six hours from here. Mm. So that's a drive. not necessarily close. But right. all my fiance's family's here, so oh, that's nice. So that's why we decided. Well, on we were between Nashville. Denver and Nashville because I'm from Colorado. I did not want to live in my hometown, which is like a four hour drive from the airport. And it's just too much every single time. Yeah. But Denver is a lot more expensive than Nashville. So. We oh, were, yeah, for sure. We were prepared to just we found a place here. We're like, it's affordable. That checks the only box we need to check. Yeah. So Nashville's good. I think it's funny how people always complain about Nashville being expensive. And I'm like, where did you move from? Right. Because everyone else who's from like. New York and LA and Denver and Seattle and mm-hmm. whatever. We flock like, here. Yeah. We flock here for the prices. Yeah. Because like you meet people all the time. They're from like Chicago, mm. New York, LA. Yeah. All the time. So yeah. um it's never the opposite though. Like it's very oh, rarely that you find sure. people, Oh, I moved here from this small city and mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. that's that's so rare. It's like everybody else everybody who's not from Nashville, I guess. Right. We're always from, at least in my experience, like a big city. Well, and everyone that does move from a small town, they didn't move for the prices. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, like everyone, when I lived in L.A. for like almost three years, no one moved there because they just liked L.A. Nobody likes L.A. People right. move there because they want to be like a dancer, or an actor, or a singer. They sure. want to work in entertainment. Right. They don't move there because like it's really affordable and it's a good place to live. <laughs> like well, of course, like that. people move to Nashville, obviously, for the music industry. For sure. Right. Or, I mean, even Nashville. I think Nashville, you know, I've lived, I've lived in L.A. and Seattle and out of all three, Nashville included, Nashville is like the coolest atmosphere in terms of people who just want to kind of like have fun and it's... I don't feel like I have to like well, compete. Well, the thing here. about Seattle's music scene, and I've been to Seattle, and mm-hmm. I know actually one of my best friends is from Seattle, born and raised. But um, I feel like the Pacific Northwest in general, not LA, but like Pacific Northwest, so Portland, Seattle, those type area. Well, for one, there's not nearly as many people doing it mm-hmm. as is in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, but two, like maybe that would drive up the competition. But the thing about a Nashville is as big as you think you've gotten, mm. you're still kind of a small fish. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. So like, and everyone is trying to make it. So I feel like the coming together and networking of Nashville is more open because people are leveraging other talents right. to... Right. One, boost themselves, but two, to learn and grow and develop and use their networks. Mm-hmm. Hashtag connect with. Yes, absolutely. Right. So, um, 
Well, and it's so funny you say that because, you know, I was talking earlier about feeling like I needed to compete, at, at least in terms of like the wedding photography industry. Right. And I say that, but at the same time, I know that there are so many photographers who love to support other photographers. And oh, I'm, absolutely. You know, I know personally, I will spend so much time looking at other people that inspire me and um, sharing their work because I think it's important to inspire other people. And it's it's so like it's so cool that in this day and age we can see thousands of people's work right. um, and, and become inspired by that. And so, I mean, living in other places, you know, shout out Instagram, shout out Instagram. (laughs) Also shout out to them for taking away the likes because I appreciate that on my double hashtag double tag. (laughs) Yes. But I loved, I, I love that at least in Nashville so far, I've felt that everyone wants, you know, there's a competition in terms of work and money and a job, but also there's like, the mutual support of everyone. I think there's room for everyone in the industry. Sure. And regardless of what you do. Right. So I think everyone can fit. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And people, well, it's funny too, when like people talk about competition, um, for one, a lot of people, and I'm speaking from a DJ. Mm -hmm. Okay. So from a DJ's perspective, and all the other DJs who hear this, mm-hmm. you can come at me and at me if you want to. <laughs> but people who think you're their competition, you're not really their competition mm. because, for one, they can't do what you can do. And they can't do it for the price you can do it at. Right. Therefore, they're not your competition. Right. However, there is competition. Mm-hmm. There will be someone who can do what you do. And do it for the price that you do it at. However, everyone who lumps themselves in mm-hmm. as your competition is not your competition. Totally. Even though they may think they are. Right. You're not. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know what's funny <laughs> is I think that roots in yeah. people wanting to just bombard every couple saying like, I, I want to be your DJ, let me be your DJ, sure. let me be your photographer, whatever right. it is where they're forgetting the very crucial question of, is this couple right for me? Because I've known I've met so many brides Absolutely. who I would love to capture their day. However, knowing or at least, you know, spending time with them or seeing her personality or his personality, right. I would make them stressed on the wedding day or they would make me stressed and we wouldn't be able to have a great absolutely. day with each other. Yes, for sure. And I just think that's a... People that's, lose that concept. Absolutely. Yeah. People forget to ask themselves that just because they want to get that check. They want to get that deposit. And like, I right. get it because it can be hard. But at the same time, it's like, if well, you want to enjoy your work and you don't want to get burned out, you need to like ask well, yourself deposits shouldn't be hard to get. That's oh, the right. thing. Oh, totally. So I totally agree with that point. If, it's a great point. If <laughs> yes. this client is... Drawing it out. Waiting for other people. Right. Well, well, too, like if this client meets your type mm-hmm. of client that mm-hmm. you need, that you meets that specifics to, that client is intelligent enough to notice that and see that as well. Mm-hmm. You don't have to educate them and oversell them. Like they're going to see and you're just going to vibe and click and they're going to pick you out of the Absolutely. 50 or 60 other options. Absolutely. Of, you know, so it's like. Like, so people who keep, I'm not saying don't follow up and don't check back up because Mm -hmm. some people are just shopping. I get that. And that's not who I'm talking about. Like the people who's ready to sign contracts. Absolutely. You know, it's like they, they, they are intelligent enough to understand, you know, the, the people connection, you know, and they've picked all of their vendors based on that gut feeling that this person's going to do the right thing. Obviously we know Mm -hmm. that some people don't. Meet that gut feeling and right. they ruin your okay. wedding day. Well, and that's totally, I mean, I guess, you know, some yeah. people really do have to go through that to be like, okay, that didn't go as well as I'd hoped. Sure. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say you'll know when a couple is right for you. You know, I right. have met brides who are just the sweetest and they will come out of nowhere and they're like, oh my gosh, how, how can I book you right now? And I'm like, hey, you know, there's like way more qualified photographers who maybe have done way more weddings or they have right equipment whatever it is and they they're like no we know there's always going to be more qualified people yes there's always going to be people with better equipment there's always going to be people who are new Mm -hmm. there's going to be people with hashtag costco camera Mm. you know who's just because they picked up a t4 they're a photographer now right so everything in between so the brides and grooms or parents whoever's booking these vendors Mm -hmm. they know this you know so Mm -hmm. it's not like 
Like I know so many people who are like, yeah, we have to educate the market. I'm like, mm, mm. it's like, I'm planning my own wedding. I'm engaged right now. So right. it's not like, like maybe I have a leg up since I work in the industry, but it's, it's not like, like I don't understand floral. Mm-hmm. I don't understand a lot of stuff, yeah. cakes and all the other stuff that goes into it. I agree. But yeah. like talking to people and meeting people, I know it's like, oh, well, hey, like, like our wedding photographer and videographer team that we picked, a fiance and literally talked to them for probably two or three minutes. Mm. And we're like, yeah, you guys are doing our wedding. Yeah. You know, so it was like, um, she didn't even look at their work. Hmm. So crazy. like I did, wow. obviously. Right. But um, wow. so it was like, it was like the trust and the vibe and like, yeah, she was like, these are super cool people. Awesome. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously we know they've been working together for years. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and it come down to personality mm-hmm. and that's what closes the deal. It's not how great your website is or yes. your fancy rounded corners on your square business cards. Yes, absolutely. With your high gloss finish. Right. You know, so. <laughs> hashtag Vista print. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> Vista print. Yeah. So, uh, shout out Vista print. <laughs> yes. Hey, they printed my sign for me for I my wedding trade Vistaprint. show and it is legit. Yes. So. Shout out to huge signs, yes. but, um, but yeah, but shop local. There's local people who can yes. do that. No, yeah, um, I think, I mean, with couples. We'll give you a better deal too, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right yeah. now, absolutely. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I think. I, and Buy everything thing, you need in the coronavirus and well, it's cheap. Yeah. Shout out coronavirus. Shop, shop local, hashtag coronavirus. Yeah. But I think. I mean, I want to say that I empathize with everyone who does just want to book, 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 because right. I get it. I know that feeling of being new. And I think we all do being new to the industry. But the beauty of the one, the wedding industry is that people are still getting married. People are going to keep right. getting married. People are well, still going to need. you're going to learn, too. Like, over the years uh, of doing anything, you're going to increase your understanding mm-hmm. of what it is. You know, it's like. Well, and your ideal if, client. Well, too. Yeah. You and it's I mean? like. You know, these people who think they've made it, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like the day you stop hustling is the day you lose because somebody is always hustling behind you, Mm -hmm. you know, so as great and as big as your brand can get and you might own a huge wedding photography, videography company and you're Mm -hmm. like, I make enough money. I'm no longer going to advertise because... My brand is established. Right. Like, well, that's well and great and all to get to that level and be established and quit your full-time job and whatever. However, there's somebody behind you that's right. hungry and hustling while you're asleep. Yeah. And they're going to knock you off because they have a life's mission to do so. Mm-hmm. And the day you stop thinking the little guy or little girl is not going to be able to compete with you Mm -hmm. maybe they can't compete with you today maybe they can't maybe their name's not out there maybe they're not established enough and maybe that's true but next year or the year after that or five years from now you're gonna be like oh i remember that person right you know so and like i said and it's not just that's just just business in general it's not the wedding industry or vendors or whatever that's everything. Oh, you know? absolutely. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite yeah. things, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Exactly. And that little guy who keeps working is going to eventually You, you remember it. when Amazon only sold books? <laughs> I don't, but I, I, I I'm, I'm that old. It. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I believe I'm you. 30, so I'm old. We're not far behind. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember when Amazon only sold books. That's super crazy. And they only sold books online, too. So it was like Dang. people were like they literally like people literally bashed Amazon, like these huge companies, you know, yeah. Books A Million. And I'm pretty sure he shopped know, for Amazon today. Yeah, he did. He bought he shopped for Amazon today. Yeah. So it was like so if you look at their logo, so in their logo design, they have an arrow going from A to Z. Oh in my Amazon. gosh, that is so amazing. So they have everything from A to Z. I'm so that's so much today. How they designed their logo. That's amazing. However, fun fact, coronavirus, Google for you. Google ruthless.com. I don't know if I want it. I'm just it will populate Amazon.com. What does that mean? Ruthless is their business strategy. 
Okay, wait. I have to. I have to Google two things. First of all, ruthless.com. Ruthless.com. And then I have to Google the ESPN camera lenses. Yes. Canon camera lenses. Yes. Everybody, Google Canon camera lenses prices for ESPN photographers. Okay. ESPN photographers. Okay. Yeah. So before they were gonna name it Amazon and look up Amazon history. Okay. So I read this article. No idea if it's true, but I read this article. Everybody we'll has everybody has an article they read, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And no idea where I found this. Probably Facebook or something. But they wanted to name their business Ruthless. So they bought the domain space for Ruthless.com. Okay. So, but so that doesn't it. really sound like a bookseller. Right. So they come up with Amazon, the A to Z concept, and that's how they branded it. Obviously, it worked genius, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. but... Uh, shout out to Jeff Bezos yeah. um, and his 800,000 employees. But he, um, obviously, they took that, ran with it, and then they're like, well, we're going to sell more than books. Mm. And, and here we are today. Better yet, we're going to sell it and ship it to you in two days. Yeah, <laughs> in six hours. Yeah, <laughs> and then we're going to sell it and ship it to you same day. Actually, if you do priority delivery, you can actually get in it's Nashville City Limits. You can get it within one hour. Holy cow! Yes, pretty sure I got my if lens you like get, the day after. Too. If you go, so download Prime now. That's another app from Amazon. If you live in the Nashville City Limits, you can time specific your delivery the same day. Shout out Amazon. Yeah. Wow. So, um, but of course, they're like, well, we're going to sell goods online and. Walmart's like, well, we sell goods online. Sears is like, well, we sell goods online. Mm-hmm. Target's like, we sell goods online. Kmart, right? Right. So they're like, who are you? You don't even have a store. Right. It's like, we don't need a store. We're going to sell it online. Right. right. It's like, well, you're going to need huge warehouses. We'll build warehouses. Well, you're going to lose all this money in shipping. We'll make our own shipping company. Yeah. So, and they pulled... These huge logistics specialists from FedEx and UPS and USPS and built their board of logis- logisticians. Yeah. And all those companies who had all that stuff to talk, they became the number two ever in history trillion dollar company. That's awesome. I, I did not know that they only sold books. I feel like I should have known that. Yeah, that's what I'm they were. They were they were an online bookstore. That was it. And I remember I was in college and I was buying my textbooks wow. from Amazon.com. You're like, what is this place? Yeah, back <laughs> in the day because they were cheaper awesome. than the bookstore. You yeah. know, so Gosh, and the Amazon bookstore will change this, the book right after you need it, you know, so you wow. can't sell it back to them sometimes. Right. Or they buy it back for pennies on the dollar, which they're going to do anyway. Right. So. That's amazing. Fun fact. But yeah. So cameras though. Yes. Networking. What have you learned in networking, I guess, in your brief year in Nashville? How has the network been? Um, I know personally, I think I've had a very different experience than a lot of photographers because um, when I first started out, again, I was using a crop sensor. I'm pretty sure I was using a 50. I think that was I think that was my equipment, a crop sensor and a 50. So I really didn't know hardly anything. Oh, so you were super zoomed. I was so like you a didn't baby. understand the conversion of I was like, that 50 not being a 50 and it being like a yes, 70 something or whatever. Exactly. There yeah. was like no understanding, um, and like I still loved it, but yeah, I didn't know much. So when I started to kind of build. Um, my equipment set and started to learn what it did I made a big effort to reach out or at least seek photographers that I knew inspired me and who like I I loved their work I loved their editing style and YouTube Um, I'm sure you know what I I did not utilize YouTube until like recently actually this quarantine has made me love you I know I literally I'm just going to continue to shake my head because I don't know I I will say pro tip if you're trying to learn anything (laughs) YouTube it. I re- I recently have been so deep in YouTube. One of my favorite, I mean, every photographer is going to roll their eyes because everyone mm-hmm. knows this, but the four photographers, one model, that one was really, there, there's like a bunch of episodes of that, which mm-hmm. is really good. And then there's another guy who I hate myself for not remembering his name, but he is a really great teacher with photography on YouTube. So 
shout out to this guy whose name I cannot. <laughs> yeah, but shout yeah. out unknown great <laughs> photographer guy. <laughs> but I I've only recently been getting into YouTube. I promise I'll use it more because I do not use my resources. But I would find photographers in my area who I just who really like their work. And I'd reach out to them and like I'll send them an email basically saying that I love their work and I would love to even just get coffee with them to talk about their experience as a wedding photographer Mm. because I didn't know anything about it. And also to basically say, yeah, just say if you needed a second shooter, I would love to do it. So how receptive was the people you reached out to? I would say out of of 10 people you would reach out. Percentage wise, maybe 10% responded, which I completely understand. Responded. Responded. Yes. And how many actually accepted the invite? Um, there was actually one super sketchy couple that I sat down with that at the end of the day, one of my best friends were like, maybe we should stop meeting up with them because they're like really sketchy. And they kept asking me to meet in like more and more like secluded locations. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing What type of photography do they do? I know. Well, they had this huge story that they were like published and everything. And they were good as far as I knew. Like I read their whole story and they, I guess. Did you see any of their publications? I did. So I, so like, yes, I don't know. I, I don't know if they were like good or bad or whatever. Young just, females out there, <laughs> let me give you some podcast <laughs> advice from DJ Who. Don't meet up with Don't these meet sketchy photographers okay, in first random time, places. First time I met with them, it was like super crowded place. I felt totally safe. And then like the next time Coffee I Coffee shops. No, it was actually, it was Whole Foods. It was like so packed. And it was, the Whole Foods had this little like coffee section. It was like, well, okay, maybe, well, you know it's still I mean? coffee. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Sorry. I was about to say, were you like in the They're produce like, aisle or something? The apple section. Yeah, let's <laughs> so go get some go tomatoes get some and talk about cameras. No, they, and it was like, a, it was like a coffee space outside of Whole Foods. And then after that, I was like a quieter coffee shop. And then after that, it was another quieter coffee shop. And like, it got down to the point where it was like, just the baristas and then me and them. And then my best friend was like, please don't meet with them again because yeah. I don't like this. It's like, well, we can make coffee at home. <laughs> yeah. No, the next time they were like, we have this meeting coming up. It's like at our house, you should come. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll think about it. And then I went home and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going. Conditioning you to come to exactly. my layer. That's literally what my friend said. She was like, human trafficking just- is on the rise, people. I was, I was like so <laughs> blind to it until she was like, you realize what they're doing? And I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't, I can't go. She's like, you're not going. She's, you're like, not going. she's like, I'm making the decision. You're not going. You're not so anyway, going. that was one of my responses. <laughs> this is so bad. But I did have a lot of other people respond who um, not only did I meet with, but I got to kind of talk to them just even over email about like what they used, how they were able right. to brand themselves. One of my biggest struggles was to find out what to include in packages. There was one photographer who she's so sweet that she met with me in person and she kind of, she helped me look through my website and kind of said like, okay, why do you do this? One of the things I used to put on my website was um, I would include like uh, rehearsal dinner photography. And she was like, is that something that you want to photograph? And I was like, well, no, but if a photo- or if a couple wants me to do it, she's like, well, if you don't want to do it, you shouldn't have to put it in there. And she was super helpful in right, kind of exactly. helping me filter out what was what made what sense. What you're actually was, trying to do. Right. Um, right. She, she was super helpful. And there was that's, a couple. That's a really big point, though, because yes. a lot of people, you like, you just want, think you need to be doing everything. And that's not the case. Like, you need to understand what it is that you're actually trying yes. to do. Um, and just do that. Mm-hmm. And be as good as you can at what you're actually trying to accomplish. Right. And she also helped me kind of decipher, okay, she, she was like, okay, well, if you want to include something like that, include something that you'd want to do. So now instead of that, I include an engagement session or I, I'll put in something that I'm happy to do right. and I'm excited to offer the couple or like for my bigger packages, I'll include like personalized um, USB um, flash drives. Mm, and like, I'm like digitals. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I would be happy to do because it, it just makes me excited to give the couple something that they can remember, you know, right. as opposed to doing a rehearsal dinner. Um, but aside from that, in my hometown in Colorado, I had so many photographers who I I was just so blessed to know and be good friends with right. that let me second shoot with them. And that was where I learned almost everything about shooting a wedding and how to build a timeline, how to set up um, like detail shots with like the right. ring and invites and everything. And that was probably when I really like skyrocketed with like knowledge and I am still low on the knowledge scale as we found out during this conversation. Use two cameras. <laughs> yes. Yeah. but that was where it happened so i different think different lenses yes on those cameras i well it's funny i like have all like this my lenses i'm like okay i'm good i'm set and then like the two cameras thing i was like that is brand new information <laughs> that i should have but i mean i think second shooting for anyone who wants 
everyone wants to be a DJ, whatever it is. Like, yes. go with someone who knows go. what they're doing. Right. You know what I mean? And for a lot of times, like, I did not even ask. I didn't want to get paid because I wasn't like, I don't want you to put pressure. I, I don't want you to, like, feel like you can count on me yet in case I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to feel pressure on this day that, like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. And so it was right. nice to just tag along and try to stay out of the way while capturing well, these shots. I think every, every, well, not every, but a lot of vendors, more so photographers and DJs, like they're beginning, like they're probably getting paid little to nothing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. so, absolutely. Like so, yeah. When you hear about these five thousand, seven thousand dollar photographers, well, they're probably been doing it for twenty years, mm-hmm. and they're really, really good at it, and that's all they do. Mm-hmm. So, and they're warranted to charge that much because they have all that experience, all, experience. all that equipment. Yeah. That's what you know. What else I really want to do at some point is break down for couples what they're really paying for and show them all of the things you're not right. paying. You're not hiring a photographer for a day. Like everything that you're paying for goes so much deeper than well, that like for on, a DJ for yeah, a like forest, on my like, website. So, and I've gotten tons of compliments by the way on that. But like if you go to my website, book DJ who.com, <laughs> uh, hashtag DJ who hashtag underscore. DJ. Oh, it's um, underscore at the end. Okay. I'll yeah. That. So underscore. yeah. Um, but all my prices are there. So, and it mm. breaks down under my pricing page, like on my shop page. And you can go and like add stuff to a cart and check out like oh, awesome. our regular website. It's like an e-commerce site. But, mm. um, and the same with your backdrop, you can go and pick your backdrop for your photo booth and, wow. you know, add it to your cart and whatever, you know. So, That's awesome. um, but all the pricing is there. You don't have to shop me in behind the scenes and act like you're a client to try right. to find out what I'm charging and all you other DJs, <laughs> but, um, but no, so like, but I got tons of compliments off of that, but two, it shows the client exactly what their cost is. So people right. will message me like, Hey, can you send me a quote? I was like, I'm just going to send you to my website because all the pricing is there. You tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. Like you can get it in a package or there's like an a la carte style option and you can pick four hours of service or six hours of service or mm-hmm. Or add additional hours. Tell me how many hours that is. So you can literally build it out however you want. That's awesome. You know, and it's like, and then in the end, it's like you pay 25% of that and that's the deposit. So, um, so yeah, or you can check out online and pay your full thing and, um, I'll see it in my bank account. Thank you. Here's here's your contract. Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, so. Definitely recommend CRM software once you start getting a bunch of clients. CRM, uh, okay. That's yeah, good to know. so I'm that's a like a uh, HoneyBook. HoneyBook. Has yeah, been so like if you use HoneyBook, recently. yeah, I was about to say that's HoneyBook, Vibo. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Vibo is more so for DJs, I think. But um, I use this software called DJ Intelligence, but it's a lot like HoneyBook. Um, it does like your contracts and like mm-hmm. your scheduling and all that. Same mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, I definitely recommend that. Pro tip. Use the software to keep you straight yes. or yes. do like my buddy does and use your wife. His <laughs> wife like manages his whole business mm. and then he just DJs. So I was I like, battle. man, you got it made, dude. Right, <laughs> like, right exactly. Yeah. I love HoneyBook, but eventually yeah. it gets, a co- I mean, obviously softwares have to do this, but they take a certain percentage of sure. deposits and everything. And so. Well, see, that's the good part about the software I use. Like it's like, um. I think it's like 120 bucks a year or mm-hmm. something like that. So it's like 10 bucks a month mm-hmm. or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe 150 bucks a year, something like that. It's not a lot, right. but. Well, it's worth it to have all those contracts. And but set they don't take you. anything. What? None of your, like nothing. Okay. So like you set it up, you build whatever, as long as you pay them, they're getting paid by you paying them. For the year. Yeah. Or for so, the month, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, they don't take. Nothing. Wow. This is CRM. Yeah. Okay, so, shout out. Yeah. So I was like, so when people were talking about all the stuff and then like Vibo for DJs, that's like Astronomics, like $1,000 a year mm-hmm. for that software or something. Yeah. They get expensive. Yeah. And sure. I'm like, what am I paying? Like, are you getting me clients? Right. You know? Right. So like, are you making me money? Is this also or? a networking software? Yeah. Like, like what else, right. what else is included in this? Mm-hmm. So Nothing like that. So um, it's prettier. I'll give them that. It mm. looks better than my software. Um, but no, but yeah, people get on there and you can go in there. And the, and the one thing I like about it, I can upload my library to it. Oh. 
So I have over 106,000 songs in my library, and you can go. That's so awesome. I send like a couple, like once. You, so say you book me, mm-hmm. and I give you login information, and send it to your email, and there's like a link with your login, and typically it's just like your name and your wedding date or whatever, mm-hmm. and then. Um, so anyway you have like your planning form so it breaks down like your full schedule so even if you don't have a planner like you can plan it like mm-hmm. from that form right which is really good because the feedback i've gotten from that like some clients have like oh these are some things we never even thought about mm-hmm. you know like like oh we wouldn't we were gonna like we didn't even think about the garter right we should do that it's gonna be at this time you know so right. because i use the schedule to make announcements obviously because mm-hmm. i gotta emcee the event yeah but um but another one of the forms is like who's all included in your wedding. So when I do my call outs, so, and I ask them basically to spell phonetically. So mm-hmm. like how it sounds, spell it like that. So that it doesn't have to be spelled correctly. Just spell it like it sounds. Yeah. That way I can read it. Right. And it sounds correct. Right. And they're right. like, okay. And then the third one is their music form. So they can pick all of their songs. Like, Hey, this is our first dance song. This is our father daughter dance song. Mm-hmm. This is our so on and so forth song. And this is the music we want for our reception they can literally go there and search the database and click the song and add it. And at the end, it all comes in my phone app, and I can pull it all up in, like, PDFs. Wow, that's and so nice. And then I can actually export that song list into my DJ software, my music software, and it will build their playlist. Wow. So, that's super convenient. Yeah, so that's, like, a lot of stuff that is available out there in tools. So, And there's someone who's been doing this a lot longer than any of us have. And they figured out some way to use a computer mm-hmm. or an app or something yeah. to make it better. So um, use software, people, and save your headaches, especially for contracts. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. So HoneyBook has saved me with their contracts. And it's also nice because cause you can obviously edit them. You can, right. you can change them. And there's so many things that are on that contract that I was like, I would have never included this if I was writing out my own contract out of, you know, the knowledge of my own head. And so right. I'm, it's just, it's nice, at least for a first year, you know, wedding vendor to have that and to know well, what it is. people have been doing like. this for 20 years. He used HoneyBook, yes, you know, so. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, so um, at least you're ahead of the game on that. I hope so. Yeah. I don't think so, but well, I hope once so. You, once you use software and two cameras, then you'll be yeah, like. Yeah, I will be set. And then I get the camera strap. The one yeah. camera strap that everyone uses that yeah, the, goes across the shoulders. Yeah, that you could be like, side. yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be There's a, there's I'll a be bunch sad. of like cool different things. Um, I think Best Buy had one. I can't remember. It was like a little clip or something. Oh. And you could like unclip them. Oh. And it was like, for it had like like three cameras. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was wow. like, who, sh- who uses? I've never seen anyone use three cameras. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the funds to use three cameras. I mean, that's yet. what I was wondering. I <laughs> was like, maybe, yeah, I was like, man, I was <laughs> yeah. like, that is a legit that's a man. Setup. Yeah, like I have like my close, my mid ranges, my extreme telephoto when right. I'm on the other side of the cathedral shooting you. Dang. You know, so yes. um, wow. but yeah, and then obviously. Photographers got to have your lenses, all your mm. telephotos, your super wides, your portrait mm-hmm. lens, your um, what else? Your primes, your. There's one word of the ones that are like super up close that's not the portrait detail. I don't know. Detail lenses. Do you see how I don't know the terminology at all? I'm like well, using my 100 macro for the ring shots and then like 85. Well, you have them. like. You have like some super crazy telephoto lenses too that go up to like three hundred mils. And we do none that mils. I have, but I'm I'm familiar with people that have them. But I don't have them. Like if you had a four hundred mil, crazy low f stop. What? No, I'm just saying if you did. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like you yeah, could. I don't. Man, you could shoot across the football field with that thing probably. Maybe that's maybe that's the lenses at the ESPN. Oh no, theirs are theirs are way further than that. With with that low of a F-stop? yes, oh yes. What? Oh yeah, that's amazing. I'll go ahead and tell you, those lenses cost in excess of ninety thousand dollars a piece. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like significantly worse or about what I was expecting. Because I was yeah. like, any other expensive, but that is that is insane. Yeah. So that's. Because, An investment, to say the least. Because, too, you have to think about the autofocus points of those cameras and then the lenses, like, oh my being able to do that. Because 
think about like the impact of how quick that is. And then like you see the pictures and they have like the grass and the dirt like flying up and it's super clear. You know, so, like, they capture, because they're shooting, they're just blasting this, you know, they're taking, you know, 15, 20 pictures on one press, you know, so it's like, click, 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 you know, so. That is insane. Yeah, so, and then they pull out the best one, and that's the one that's on the cover of, you know, the website or whatever, you know, so. Wow, that's wild. And then they run it through Lightroom. They act like they don't, but they do. I know they do. That's so true. They yeah. act like it was not touched up at all. Liars. Right. Yes. Liars. We know this is run through Lightroom, brought into Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's a big part of it. I mean. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's like we were talking about too in episode two about like the AI. Have you saw that? Like the artificial intelligence I, camera attachments and stuff. Oh, I haven't. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, um, and I'm trying to think. I couldn't remember it last time either the name of it, but. Um, there is artificial intelligence attachments for cameras. So what's, what's the purpose? That's a um, stupid question, but what do they do? They, they take the camera artificially they intelligence. The- I just made up a word there. That's a good one. That's your camera. One. So like Siri, your camera. No, like they compute and determine the best settings for oh. that shot, giving the lighting and exposure rates. So it will automatically adjust all your ISO, all your everything. All your it'll bring down your f stop or up up your f stop depending on, and it gives you like the recommended settings. It's totally cheating. Like it is because it sounds like auto. It is auto, but your camera's in manual when you use this thing. That is that yes. seems like excessive. I mean, okay, here's my question: because if you're able to like you know, make it understand, like, your style or, like, what you want, right. you know, like, people who shoot underexposed yes. or overexposed or whatever yeah. it is. Um, well, yes, you can also tell you it can do to, it. yes. Okay, well, that's that's super yes. interesting. So. Wow. Yeah, and then you can run your whole thing from an app on your phone as well. So you can set this on, like, tripods and, like, shoot and like waterfalls or whatever. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Actually, in their commercial, they're using it to shoot a waterfall. So, uh, is it like a certain brand or is it just like, yeah, it's a certain brand. I can't remember the name, but it's like a little puck thing that's mounted on that okay. hot shoe mounts on top of like your a camera. Little, a little Alexa. Yeah. And then it USBs into your USB port on your mm. camera. And then, yeah, you open up the app and then change all the settings that you want it to change. And wow. then it will give you all your recommended settings. And then you just, and then you can even capture from that app as well. You don't even have to touch the camera. That is crazy. So you can just click record or take a photo or whatever. That's so cool. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I think the closest I've gotten to that was with my first full-frame Canon. You can download the app and you can, like, do – you don't have to do, like, the timer, but you can, like, get the app on your phone. Yeah, like, like I can do that, like, my camera and, like, my iPad or whatever. So I can, like – but there's some apps where you can, like, even focus – like, they cost money. They're, like, third-party apps. Mm-hmm. But you can, like, do all your focusing and all that type of stuff from the app. So, it like, will control your camera to an extent for, like, zoom and um, your autofocus points and stuff like wow. that. So, but, yeah. That's and then, super cool. Um, or, like, touch to focus, like, mm. the app Ooh, on the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. You can, like, tap to focus. So, like, when you're, like, pulling focus on something, then you can just, like touch one place and then touch another place yeah. and it will like focus then refocus so you can it's totally cheating yeah so but, like it's cool that it works but it, yeah but, but it, yeah but it's cool that it works that yeah. way so um but yeah that's awesome what yeah. do you want to know about photography oh gosh if you could youtube it right which I, which now i probably can which you definitely can definitely can um, what do I want to know? Okay, oh gosh, that's such a good question. Um, or business. Ooh, business is a good one. Okay, I Social think... Social media marketing. For photo first, um, I have a lot of friends who prefer to shoot underexposed, which to me makes so much sense because shooting underexposed just holds onto those, like, colors a lot better, I think, right. than overexposed does. And so I need to get better at that first off. But my question is, I only use Lightroom. I don't use Photoshop at all because oh, Lord. I know 
She don't use two cameras, <laughs> and she doesn't use Photoshop. But hear me out. I, okay. I've never had the need yet. I haven't had the need for Photoshop. And I hear... You do wedding photos, right? <laughs> but here's my question. Because I've heard, I've heard both sides. I've heard some photographers say, they're like, well, I have Photoshop. I rarely use it. I only use it if I really need to, you know, take care of um, someone's skin or, you know, like someone right. asks for something to happen that I can't do in Lightroom. Edit like a hair out of someone's face right. and all this stuff. Yeah. And, but then I've heard people, you know, like some people love Photoshop and they use it hundred percent. And then some people, they're like, I just, I rarely use it. And so I just haven't, I haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten it yet. But I guess my question that I would want to know is like, for those of you that do have it, what's the biggest, like, like other than getting a hair out of a face, because I right. personally, I think I love like the messiness of photos. That's like what I thrive on as a photographer. Until your bride tells you edit that hair off I my know. face. Luckily, knock on wood, <laughs> I haven't had that conversation yet, which is totally a valid conversation. I just haven't had it yet. And you know, when the day comes, I will have no problem getting Photoshop to make it happen. But like, I just want to know... I don't know. I have a hard time like fully sending into something and being like, I'm going to do it with Photoshop if I don't know all of its benefits and uses, if that makes sense. So I would love to hear from other photographers. You like, do know that's like, <laughs> like the other half of the Lyra. industry standard of photo <laughs> editing. But okay. But here, what about the like benefit Lyra? of Photoshop is every single photographer in <laughs> professional world I know, uses it. <laughs> I just, I've Lightroom to me, just checks all of my boxes and I love I'm like a huge preset nerd and I love I actually I one of my photographer friends she's a, a Victoria's Secret editor really yeah so and she wow. talks about she uses Photoshop well <laughs> it's her full-time job <laughs> is Photoshop actually yeah, exactly um but yeah and I was like because I was joking talking to her and I was like it's like oh I bet those girls don't even look like that she was like she was like well they're beautiful but we make them more beautiful. Right. Yeah. You right. know, so, um, but yeah, so they spend, there's teams of people. Mm -hmm. It's not just her. So there's teams of people. Yeah, just work on Photoshop. On a Photoshop wow. for these images. Like. I need, I, yeah. I'm not opposed to it, I swear. And I will get it. I, I bet like you I'm going to get it. They're like on the cloud working on the same They're image. The yeah. Like. Wow. They can do that. Work on the same image at the same time. Not at time. the same time. Oh, cause that would be. Yeah. That's, that's like, what is, it's like Google, um, like Google Docs when everyone yeah. can work at the same time with right. a photo with Photoshop. That's an invention. No, but they can, do yeah, that. they probably will. Adobe will probably yeah, do give it us six tomorrow. Months. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. While, while under quarantine. Right. Um, no, I'm not opposed to it. I would just love, to, or I'd love to hear or see just like, I'd love to give someone a photo and be like, okay, you can only edit it in Lightroom and you can only edit it in Photoshop. And obviously everyone's well, the like, thing well, I have about, both. Yeah. The thing about it, I don't both. think people only do Photoshop. Like they run it through Lightroom and then they use Photoshop as oh, like Oh, they their, do Lightroom first. Well, like, because Lightroom, you can auto set your presets. Right. Like you can run your whole reel mm -hmm. through a preset. You so can do like batch editing, edit it. Right. Like yeah. One so right. and then they take their finals, like their pics from the mm -hmm. gallery, essentially, and then that's what they Photoshop edit. Okay. So. I'm good. I'm not opposed. I swear I, I will do it. I just need. Well, under the I need quarantine the lockdown, you have plenty of time. <laughs> Maybe now is the time. To yeah. Start. Go. Go okay. pull out that 85 and take a picture of a flower out in your yard. I cringing listening to me be like, I don't know if I want to do Photoshop. It's like she doesn't use two cameras Listen, or guys, Photoshop. I love, I love Lightroom and I love editing with Lightroom. I'm not opposed. <laughs> Give me like a week. Okay, <laughs> so what do you want to learn about business. business? Um, I think that something that I've really been working on is what to include in like a package. Um. I am not married and I'm not engaged and so I'm not planning a wedding, but I know that it is, it, there's just so much happens and so much goes into it. Right. And I would love to know as a business, what best to include in a package that just benefits brides and not only, not only is intriguing. Have you for them. shopped other photographers? Yes. And I've seen a lot of things that I think are good ideas, but that I wouldn't really know how to go about independently. Right. Um, currently like for like again my bigger packages like i'll do like the usb which is really fun because you can yeah you can make like that tangible things right it's tangible right. you can make it kind of personalized and you know when other friends see it they're like oh that's for my photographer you know stuff right. like that um and, and you i can just brand think, it as well exactly exactly and so there's just a lot of things i would love to know what to add in there for other um 
brides that would make them be like, oh, I would really business, love to have that. Business pro tip. Put your name and logo and phone number on everything. Literally every single thing. Yeah. So <laughs> Every single thing that you're going to give yes. to people. Yes. Yeah. Um, I probably have more What questions. about advertising? Mm, oh, Do I would love to know. you ads or anything? I have before. I haven't booked from it. I haven't like booked. Um, You've never booked from an ad? No, I, not that I know of at least. I'm, I'm like I, most of my inquiries, like my referrals or the mess. What am I trying to say? When people write a message to me through Squarespace and they're asking about prices or something, it's right. usually through Facebook, which is where I've run my ads before. Right. Um, and so. You have like clickbait funnels set up and. I don't. And I'm curious if, do you think it's worth it? Well, I do. it. Yes, and obviously I've booked people through this that, method. Yeah. Really? I've run like campaigns, uh, you know. Um, I think the one reason that I'm hesitant to do that, because again, I've done the Facebook ads and, and it got, it brought a lot of traffic to my website, which was awesome. Um, but I, I at least as Well, did as you know, target it to engage yes. couples? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. And well, and here's, here's my one thing is that I'm, I know like if I were shopping for a vendor, I don't like when I see an ad, for, mm-hmm. at least personally, I like turn away. You know what I mean? And also I get. Well, that's definitely not it. Not the, not. Everyone. That's not everybody. I know, but I think that's why. I actually why. have magnets on the back of my truck that just has my logo and my phone number, wedding and event DJ, and my phone number. I've actually booked over $2,000 worth of gigs. From that? From, from, your, those, from your car? From $80 worth of magnets. That's amazing. Um, that's and actually the, really And that's in the, just in the past, I think I put them on in January, so that was. So you would say that the Facebook three, ads. Two and a half months of. Booked over two gigs from eighty dollars worth of magnets, so it's like, adver- like it's advertising. Definitely do it. I know, and you know what's funny is I actually come from a family who was like, "You need to s- invest in advertising. It's the smartest thing you Absolutely, can do." Absolutely, yeah. And like I've done, like I said, I've done it, and I'm not opposed to doing it again. I think, I think it's just because the very first time I did it, I didn't see that much. Um, do you realize Apple is Apple, but solely on advertising? What do, What do you mean? So. We can debate it all day long. Apple doesn't make the best smartphone. However, okay. they... Make the best advertising. They portray the best image, mm-hmm. which is why they own more of the market share than anyone else, even though they make less products than everyone else. And they can maximize the money off of the products they make, which is why they became the world's first trillion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. Because there's the social stigma, you're not cool unless you have an iPhone. Right. iPhone never I'm like, says I totally that. Agree. <laughs> iPhone never said that. Yes. However, Although I'm like you're so right. Through their <laughs> advertising, and people can say what they want. There's total iPhone snobs out there. Yeah. If someone texts you, and then you respond to them, and it's green. Mm. They get that little cringe, and they're yes. like, ooh, I don't, I don't really want to yes, text Yes, I really again. don't want to have this conversation <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it hurts I, like, my eyes at this yeah, point. Yeah, like <laughs> I can't even read me. your message oh my anymore because my response is green. I've I'm literally have had to... this conversation so many times. And yes. Like, if, if I were to like, make a new friend and start texting them and it was green, I'm sure they're a great person, but I just... But that, <laughs> that blue, little part of me... But that blue bubble and that iMessage is branding. It really is. That's all it is. That's so true. So, and they advertise their brand better than anyone ever in history ever, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right. Um, okay. So with that being said, yeah. how would you go about, because cause like for me, the Facebook ad, You need a gallery. You need a display gallery. So videos sell exponentially higher but than like, a photo. So, so like how. Well, you can chain, you can make slideshows of your photos. And would you recommend it like. I mean, because I know a lot of people, you know, they love Google for ads. They love Facebook for ads. Like no, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. And you would just say, like, make like make a slideshow. Like, I don't even run Instagram ads at all. I, I didn't Facebook do Instagram ads. ads yet. Face, I, well, so well, my Facebook ads. I feel like Instagram ad, ads are more for, like, clothes sales and that type stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, product sales. Uh-huh. Yeah. I agree. Um. Well, oh, so for my, again, my Facebook ad, maybe it was just I didn't keep it up long enough. Because I, I think I kept it up for a while. And it, uh, it brought a bunch of traffic. Right. Which is really helpful. Well, what was your age range? I don't remember. Well, I'm sure it was. I'm well, sure it was another, something like. I'm sure it was wide. Don't. No. It shouldn't. It, it shouldn't start at 18, which is the default. I think it was something like, I want to say this is probably not an option, but it was between like 25 and 40. 
I want to say that was about it. Yeah, that's way too wide. That's way too wide. Well, the what? average age of a bride in Nashville, knowledge drop, is 29 years old. I was going to guess 22. but 22? No. I know. I'm, I Maybe just, on the outskirts in the country. probably right. It's like 19, probably. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I w- see, but, I didn't even know that. That's great. Yeah. That's so, um, no, 24 to 32 is what you want. Okay. So, they get engaged at 24 on average. So oh, how is the average bride engaged twenty four? Because a lot of people that? stay engaged like five for years. three to five years. That's awesome so, brand new information. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean That's the twenty four year old is going to wait till they're twenty nine. They right. might get married in six months. Right. You know. So, um, twenty four, and if you want to stretch it, twenty three. But yeah, twenty four to thirty two is fine. Twenty four to thirty two engaged couples. And don't do huge ranges. Don't do, like, 100 miles from, like. Mm-hmm. So what I do is micro ads. Mm-hmm. So I run small 15-mile radius. I'll run the same ad in different areas. Oh, okay. That's I didn't do that. That's a good so, idea. So, um, like, I'll have one in just Murfreesboro, one in just, uh, like, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, one in just Nashville Central. Like one in East Nashville, one in Clarksville. Okay, so, and you will so, like stop one ad and create a new one, that same 50 mile radius somewhere else? I'll just replicate that ad because okay. you can just copy the whole thing mm-hmm. and then make your adjustments based on the zip code of where you're advertising to. So how, how long do you let one ad sit in one radius until you move it? I, rep- I typically run them a month at okay. a time. So, okay. yeah. So, and then... Basically, what I'll do is determine the effectiveness of the ads from the different ranges. So, depending on the traffic, one area might be more receptive to a certain type of ad Mm. than another one. And then I will cycle through ads from month to month to see which one, if East Nashville likes this ad better than Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro likes this ad better than I get more traffic. So, to have variations of ads based on the demographic of the clientele that you're focusing on. So that's science. I I believe you. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Statistical research. (laughs) I'm like, like, I tried it. It didn't work. (laughs) Checked off. No, I definitely, I I believe you. I'm going to try it. I think, I think my first mistake was probably the age range because, um, yeah, very little people are getting married over the age of 34. Well, it's, I, yes, a hundred percent. However, I have like a few brides that are definitely over well, the age of Well, you're definitely going to get them, but yeah. they're probably not shopping through Facebook ads. Yeah. I mm, See what I'm saying? Y- yes. <laughs> I think some of them are, but yes, I, I, yeah. I agree. Well, sure, saying. some of them will be. I'm not saying none of them do, mm-hmm. but on average, they're probably not. Yeah. Okay, no, that's good. They're looking you up on your Facebook business page because anybody above 35, yes. that's what they're doing. Right. So, right, right. whereas... Anybody 29 and younger is looking at your Instagram. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. So I, Instagram is, yeah. Although I have a theory that Instagram is slowly dying. Inner theory. Your theory is false. I know. I know. Everyone <laughs> keeps saying that. Yeah. Instagram's not going anywhere. Well, it may not soon. be leaving, but think of like Facebook was like the hot thing for a while. And like it, it, it didn't die, but Facebook it's no longer is, like the hot thing. Well, there's always going to, well, the new thing is always the hot thing. So that's how it works. Just that's every industry. Yes. Shoes, restaurants, clothes, it doesn't matter. The new thing is the hot thing. Yes. However, yes. red bottoms are not new. But it's a thing. Well, so it's a thing. Facebook I is think, not new, but it's a thing. Here's my other theory about Instagram is that would you as a algorithm. photographer, would you not have an Instagram? Oh my gosh, of course not. Exactly. Of course not. But <laughs> that that so like the Instagram algorithm. Well, the algorithm ago. changes periodically. But it's been like the same for so. Not no, it the hasn't. Same. It's been Actually, going worse. It's been getting worse. Yes, because of bots, automations, yes. fake accounts, spam accounts, which make people like not want to join it or not want to u- utilize. Well, it, it as makes much. people not be able to scan the site, which you want as a legit business person, right? So right. you mean you mean like it? They prevent people from finding new. From finding new people that they can follow or to like their pictures. No, the like Instagram doesn't prevent people from finding new stuff at all. They prevent people from automating stuff to spam and cloud their filters to where yes. you can actually find those new people. 
So it's actually gotten better. I haven't experienced it getting better I wish I could still use Captivate because that was the app I was using to automate my stuff, but now I can't automate anything. Mm. So that was my mass follow app, but um, can't do that anymore. So, but yeah, if you learn Instagram and work inside its parameters, it's a very, very, very strong tool. So, so would you say that, okay, because for me, I have... It's a landing page for I photographers. Have, oh, absolutely. Right. Well, and as as a photographer, I, I spend a lot of my time, again, using it just for inspiration, just just right. for finding people and following the people that I already follow. Yeah. Um, I think it rewards, I think Instagram rewards those who already have a lot of traffic. Sure. And it it's, does not I mean, reward. I mean, that's how it's is, built. Exactly. For, that's a, that's how it's always been built. Except that, okay, so I remember year a couple years ago, because um, obviously I think everyone does. Well, I have two Instagrams. Well, I have like most people one. don't maximize their hashtags. So that's the thing. So you have to post a very specific way. Yes, and I use, use a bunch of hashtags, I right? Use, I use six apps to make an Instagram post. A single Instagram really? post. Really? Yes. So it's one of those for hashtags? I have a hashtag generator app. Okay. I have a um, captions app that generates captions. So like all those famous quotes from all these people and stuff. So, um, and I do this, I actually have a marketing business, so I do this. Yeah. I get paid real spendable money to do yeah. this, not for myself, but for other, for other people. people. So, um, uh, filters app, stories app, story builder. So, um, cause people actually, watch stories, engage with stories more than they do actual posts. Yeah, definitely. So, um, definitely. granted, they might be watching them like this, mm-hmm. but if you make it long enough, they're bound to see something. But, um, so yeah. then, um, your profile, even, there's even a science to like your profile picture, like putting a colored ring around your profile picture because people look at it more if you look like you have a story up. Mm-hmm. So, but if you put a colored ring around your profile picture, then it looks like you have a story up, even when you don't have a story up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, d- so no, I definitely, I definitely agree. Also, and I know have people who do that a sure. doctorate in educational psychology. I so, think. most people don't know that, and it's the first time I said that on this podcast. I think, but I think that's actually very interesting. That's so, awesome. I, I agree. I play I on the psychology of people. I think yes, Instagram is a tool. It is, and I, I side with that. Right. My only theory with it dying yeah i don't think it will ever go away and i think Absolutely even not. i think i think one of the well if you look great at things well, on instagram is that it's a people to get people to go to my website right where they will be able to see all of my galleries and all of my work and go through all these different couples weddings yeah. and stuff instagram like they don't want to do that they don't want to have to click on my website and then find where i found where everything is no if they just go to my instagram they can see right there my exactly. style my colors right the, well, that's the thing it. about it. You can brand your page as well. Right. So what you should be doing anyway. But uh, no, Instagram is a huge tool, especially for photography. If, if it's not a tool for anybody else, it's a tool for the fashion industry and for, for yes. photographers. So um, and then shoot, they even created IGTV. You know what I'm saying? So right. only 7% of people use Twitter. So I actually don't even use Twitter at all. I don't even, I don't even have a business Twitter. So, um, seven people, seven percent of people, the juice is just not worth the squeeze for me. So, um, but Instagram, Facebook, everybody's on Facebook. I've, yeah, so, Instagram and Facebook are for at least for my business, right? Because I, because I love Twitter, but that's just for me. That's yeah. Just for, like, well, I mean, Ella. like, yeah, people use Twitter, but like I said, only seven percent of people are on Twitter. Right. So it's like, far as an advertising platform. It doesn't, it's, it doesn't it's make sense. Right. It doesn't compute. Like, not saying that people don't advertise. I feel like Twitter is stronger for celebrities. Uh-huh. And that's a great place you can go and, like, meet the person behind, you know, this name or whatever. And it's cool to see their Twitter accounts or whatever. Yeah. That's what I like about Twitter. Yeah. But obviously TikTok right now is, like, taking New over. hot thing, right? Is the hot thing. Mm-hmm. But TikTok is nothing but Vine with an editor, video editor. Yeah. Well, longer vines, I guess, with a mm-hmm. video editor. So uh, it's not like it hasn't been done before. It's like you if you mix Snapchat and Vine together, it's TikTok. TikTok. Right. So, I, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then Snapchat's what you use to 
you know, cheat on your significant other, right? So I hope not, but yes, but like, <laughs> Snapchat, Snapchat's an interesting social media. Yeah, I mean, I I love Instagram, and I have, I mean, I've always loved Instagram because I love just pictures, and I sure. think every artistic person can really appreciate Instagram because you know, like, I think the only thing that has changed about Instagram is that like years ago it was so much easier to get, um, like, I mean, as photographers, like other pages like hot shots right they're they're a feature account you know right, they right, would right. see but and now it's so much harder to get and maybe it's just because again it's oversaturated maybe right. that's it and that there's so many more people and well, people say that it. about youtube too but I youtube's mean, still great though yeah exactly i yeah. mean youtube's still a tool for right. know, beauticians and people who everybody thrive on that. yeah right so I, yeah every I think every social media away. every social media platform is saturated it's about yes. distinguishing your brand yes. and meeting the needs of your clients. Yeah. And that's it. Okay, fair enough. I think I don't think it'll ever yeah. go away, but I think that the more no, you'll probably becomes... not become the top photographer on Instagram. Right. But you don't exactly if that's not the goal you're pursuing, you don't need to accomplish that. Right. You need right. to use it for what you can use it for. Because sure, yeah, one day something new will come out and you'll be using that, you know, right. and yes. it'll be great. Absolutely. But um but until that day happens. We're gonna ride this other thing till the wheels fall off. Yeah, I've well. Instagram's I've not heard, dying. I've, I think I think it's it, changing, but it's yes, not dying. I think it'll always be there, it'll and it's gonna like change again. Right. And, yeah. Right. It'll. I think it'll always kind of sit well, there. Well, and, and too, it's like well, when Facebook brought out Instagram, obviously it had a big change. You know. Yes. So, um, but so did Facebook. Yeah. Facebook uh, started adding stories to Facebook, mm-hmm. and then, you know, honestly. Snapchat is what made Instagram start doing stories. Mm-hmm. And then In the same format, essentially. Right. Almost and then the Facebook was like, well, when they bought out Instagram, then they had stories, you know. So, um, and now there's a whole app just for stories. Oh, and like then to create it's, stories. Well, it's called TikTok. Oh, yes, and yes, yes. Okay. And now you can edit it and have a layout that looks like Instagram. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So. Right. Because what's the most popular thing on Instagram? Stories. Mm-hmm. So let me give you stories with an editor, and then your layout is squares like Instagram. So TikTok is just a mixture of everything. Yeah. Minus Facebook, really. You can't really write posts. But yeah. um, but it's like a social media, yeah. which Facebook really pioneered more than MySpace. MySpace had a good idea, and Facebook just made it cool, I guess. Yeah cooler maybe yeah. uh, shout out to yahoo messenger chat rooms but uh that's how old i am but uh aol dial oh, up I, I had an aol did I you have the AOL dial up kid. with the i didn't i didn't have the dial up I'm, yeah. I'm now a gmail person but my i had dial up AOL. internet yeah i'm older than the internet we're not so, far behind yeah so i remember life before internet so, I, I feel like the, when I was I'm, a kid, the only people who had a cell phone were like CEO bankers. Mm. You were know, they, were so, they like the Blackberries or like just the no, flips? the no. This is way before then. This, this is, is like these? the no, the huge. Oh, like the clunky one. Yeah, mm. like the freaking brick. You know, because whenever I was sixteen, when I got my first phone, um, that was the Nokia brick that you played Snake on. So that's how oh, old I yeah. am. So, like, the Razor came out when I was 17. The Razor was a classic. That came out when I was 17. So I was almost out of high school when the Razor flip phone. Did you get, did you have the Razor? No, you didn't I didn't. Have no. I love the Razor. Well, I had to, like, I, I bought my own phone, people. But, um, no, so I got the, um, the... What's the little slide one? The kick. Oh, gosh. The little, um, you get text on it or whatever, and it like slide up. I can't remember the name of it, but. It, oh, my gosh. No, I had it. Well, could you slide it up, like, so, like, wide ways? You could slide it both ways. Slides oh. up and that way. Oh, yeah, and I it don't had know. The, it had the QWERTY keyboard this way, the and Nokia, then you slide it up. I had, like, the Nokia one. I think it was a Pantech something. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that and one, then, but I had to slide one. Um, And then I had the one that, like, flipped. or It, like, rotated. Mm-hmm. Oh it, gosh! And it had the it first had the, like touch screen that, type is thing. Is that the one that had like the ring in it? It had like a hole that you could like put through. No, no, not no, that no. one. No, this one you like push the button and it would like rotate up, and then it it actually had like apps on it though. That was like the first phone I had with like 
legit I mean, application, like touchscreen applications. I'm not familiar with that. And one. that was the same year the Does iPhone or the iPhone came out. Came out, mm. and I remember my friend at school came and he's like, "I got the iPhone," and we're like, "Your family is and loaded, bro!" Like. <laughs> like, yes. did you win the lottery on your way to school this morning? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like. Was the first iPhone the yeah. one with like the curved, the curved edges? Little, yeah, on the back, yeah. Mm, that yeah. Was, that was a cute one. Oh, and it was tiny. It was like this big. Oh, it was, it was yeah, little? Yeah, it was small. Yeah, so most it. people don't realize. Like when you, if you like Google quarantine, the evolution of iPhone. So if mm-hmm. you look at them like side by they side. They keep getting bigger. Yeah, they keep getting bigger and thinner. Yes. Yeah, so, and then obviously they removed our headphone jack, but. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> back to weddings. Back to weddings, yeah. So, <laughs> We're like the evolution of the, the iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> yes. Amazon A to Z. Yeah. I'm learning so many things yeah, today. I'm a wealth <laughs> of useless information. I love it. Um, But yeah, well, I appreciate you coming on and yes, coming no, thank here you. to the Connect Wed podcast room here. I hope if here. any photographers ever hear this, first of all, I apologize for my lack of terminology knowledge and my lack of just probably but That's so the many part things. of the network. So Yes, I'm learning. I'm growing. For all of you who are I'm not seeking. part of the Connect Wed podcast and sit in on the group, then mm-hmm. you won't be in our Facebook group, but there will be a Facebook Connect Wed group that Ooh. As other photographer and videographer in it. So uh, it will be a resource for the guests to use. Um, Amazing. And then have our own little mini unsaturated, heavily filtered, hand-picked Perfect. network. Perfect. So, um, but yeah. So, and we'll use it as a referral process. Thanks. As well. That's amazing. So, but. Support each for, other. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh,